Welcome to the Money Mindset Hub podcast. I'm your host, Carla Townsend, a money mindset and success coach on a mission to normalize feminine wealth through empowering the minds of fierce females in business. You're in the right place if you are a female who wants to become a vibrational match to attract more wealth, freedom, and abundance because the world needs more kind-hearted women like you with deep pockets. So let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about, um, (laughs) excuse my daughter in the back. Um, This episode, I wanted to talk about something that I went through this week and what lessons come from that and also what you can do in moments when you feel low vibrational thoughts and emotions, like feeling lost and fearful and sad and angry and in grief and so on. So this week I experienced a lot of sadness and heartbreak for what evolved in the life of someone who used to be really, really, really dear to me for a really long time, most of my life. I won't go into detail, but it was very upsetting and also a clear reminder to me that you are the person who is in control of your life and how your life turns out. One bad thought can lead to repetitive bad thoughts, if not shifted. This can then evolve into one bad decision after another and you decide if you decide that will be your story. But it doesn't have to be your story. You get to decide and you get to choose to be someone that you are proud of. It's not about the end goal. It's about who you become in the process, which is so important. When we're old and gray or sitting in our nursing home and reflecting on our life. You know, you want to be able to look back and be like, I'm proud of that person that I was. I'm proud of myself for doing the things that I wanted to do and making the stands that I needed to make and having the ambition, the desire, the drive, the confidence, the self-belief to be able to do the things that you actually wanted to do and achieve in your life rather than allowing things to potentially spiral out of control and being caught up in less than, I guess, desirable situations. So there's a few key points that I wanted to talk on, but I guess the first thing is that, um, you know, the toughest and most challenging life experience offer us an opportunity to reflect, to grow, to learn, to choose how it will or won't shape us and the lives that we get to live. So unfortunately, I've been through my fair share of challenging life events, but the lesson that I've learned from all of these moments is that there's always a reason that it happened. And eventually you'll see that reason and what it was and why it was for the greater good. You know, maybe it was an opportunity for you to get clarity on what is really important. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Maybe it was the universe guiding you down a different path. Maybe it was an intuitive nudge to try something new or make a better choice. Whatever it is, I do believe that everything works out in the end exactly how it should. So this is my mantra that um, Michael and I both have repeated constantly for many, many years. I mean, we've been together almost a decade, a decade in June, um, and we always say this mantra, which I want you to repeat after me. It is all coming together. So say that again and feel into it. It is all coming together. It's really, really powerful. I I don't even remember the first time that we actually said it. Um, You know, we've had our fair share of ups and downs in this journey of life together. But like I said, you know, we've always seen the blessing or the light that came from those challenging moments 
eventually. Eventually it all made sense and it was all coming together and it was all for the greater good and for our life, provided that we believed that it was. So the more faith and certainty that you have in that it is all coming together, the more you feel at peace when you are rocked with heartbreaking news or resistance or conflict or misalignment, you name it. Certainty and faith will always prevail in assisting you in finding peace and joy. What's more important is your intentions, right? And it's how you want your story to go, about who you become in the process, like I said. Be intentional in the actions that you take, the thoughts you think, the people that you hang around with, the environments that you put yourself in, the decisions that you make. It's all about those tiny little 1% improvements to who you are as a person and who you are becoming. That will make the difference in your life. It's also about becoming one with your highest self and being proud, being proud of who you are and who you became. And it's an, it's never an end goal, right? It's never an end goal of like, oh yeah, cool. I've reached my highest self and I'm the best person I can possibly be. It's a forever evolvement. It's a never ending journey of trying to be a better person because the thing is when you know better, you do better and we can never know everything. There's always new ways to think and new ways to do things that we never thought before. And that's the beauty of learning and being a lifelong student. Something that I am really passionate about, really. Like, I mean, I don't like to use the word passionate because I feel like it's such a buzzword, and every second person says, I'm passionate about this, I'm passionate about that. <laughs> like, especially when you're, I'm, you're in business. But I am, you know, I think being a lifelong student and always educating yourself and always trying to be better and do better, there's nothing better than that, you know? It, it's such a flow on effect, and it rolls into not even just you being proud of yourself, but your children being proud of you, your friends, your family being proud of you and not in an effort to make them proud. It's not about that. You should be proud of you first because really all the decisions that you should make initially are about you and your life because that's all you can control, how you act and react in this life. Something else I wanted to talk about, which I think is a really common theme in society, is that a resistance to feeling good is an addiction. And it needs to be interrupted in order to heal. So this week, something in me really shifted prior to hearing the unfortunate news. I became addicted to looking at new ways of how to feel as good as I possibly can each and every day. I have felt in such a rut this last month with children being sick, family drama, stress, too much on my plate. It just felt like overwhelm and fatigue became my new normal. I could feel it in my body. I had constant headaches, constant fatigue, lack of appetite, lack of concentration. So I just knew that something needed to change. And I'm the only person responsible in improving how I feel. My physical health, my mental health and drive to do better and be better is my responsibility. No one else's. So something that I said to myself that my mentor actually said recently was that no one is coming to save me because it is up to me and only me. So I just want you to repeat that to yourself. No one is coming to save me and feel empowered by that. I don't want you to feel a victim to that because victimhood is nowhere that anyone needs to stay, right? We don't want to operate in the place of a victim. We want to operate in the place of that, that neutral energy. So say that in, no one is coming to save me in an empowering way because it is up to you and only you, right? It's up to you to get your shit together, to work on your business, to show up for your family, for your clients, be the CEO, 
the mum, the wife, the friend, whatever it is, we all wear a million hats. But it's up to you how your life goes and how you feel in the process. So think about all your favorite memories in life. They're special to you, not so much because of what actually happened in those moments and who was there, but more so how you felt. That's the key. It's how you felt in those moments. That's why they're so memorable to you and memorable in a good sense. Obviously, yes, there are memorable moments that were not so good and you didn't feel so good. That does happen, but it's all about how you feel. You always remember how you felt in moments. So I thought I'd share with you um, what I did the other day to shift my energy back into alignment and joy so that I guess it could help you in times where you felt stuck too. Before I explain, I just wanted to remind you that there are only two things in this life that you cannot get back. And those are one, your time, and two, your energy. That's why creating healthy boundaries is crucial to your success and your overall joy. We're not here to people please and keep everyone happy. We're here to live the best life we possibly can in the short amount of time that we have. So what I did to instantly shift my energy into a place of joy after hearing the news was firstly, let those emotions come out and have a quick cry because I'm not about suppressing your emotions. But then I really quickly called my best friend. I told her what had happened and then she helped bring me up and out of those heavy emotions by making me laugh, instantly shifting my energy back into happiness and joy. And I had quickly released what I needed to release, but then I knew I needed to shift my energy because being such an empathetic person, I am very prone to taking on people's emotions like they're my own. And that's not that great. So happiness is a choice. And it's up to you to how long you take to move through those emotions and then get back into that place of feeling happy. This is so much easier said than done, right? It takes a lot of practice to be able to shift your energy from sometimes when you hear bad news, it can take you a week to get out of those emotions or a few days, but then gradually it will get better the more that you realize what tools help you to shift your energy. And we're all different. It will eventually become from a couple of days down to a day, down to half a day, down to a couple of hours to a couple of minutes. You will get better and better at it with practice, just like everything else. So this is where I want to introduce to you a tool that you can also use to help shift you is called the emotional guidance scale. And it was introduced by Abraham Hicks, which I'll link in the show notes as well so that you can reference it for yourself. little hint here, if there's any mums or dads listening, this is also a great tool to use for your children. So children obviously experience a lot of different emotions. I mean, I have three children and the oldest is four. So there's a lot of heavy emotions there and they, they go from zero to a hundred really quick. So this emotional guidance scale is a really good tool in order to be able to see where they are and to also notice where they're moving, where they're trending. So what it is, this emotional guidance scale, it rates emotions from all the way down at the bottom, which is number 22, which are emotions that you want to shift out of, including fear, grief, desperation, powerlessness, all the way up to number one, which are the emotions that we desire to feel or we're aiming to feel, which is joy, love, freedom, empowerment. So on the way up, there is different emotions. So let's just say yourself, you're currently down at number 22 and you, you feel fear or grief. 
But slowly but surely, we want to be able to move up the scale, right? We all know how difficult it is to move from a low vibe emotion all the way to a high vibe emotion instantly. It's often impossible. So the aim is to go slow and just focus on one thought at a time. So thinking one better thought than what you're currently thinking to slowly go from 22 up to one or as close to one as you can possibly go. Because that's when you're pulling yourself out and you are shifting your energy. Your emotions are your energetic frequency. That's what they are. And that's how it all works. That's why everything is energy. For example, when someone walks into the room and they are in a bad energy, like, like I shouldn't say bad because there's really no, no good or bad emotions. It's just, there are just emotions, right? They're frequencies. So when someone walks into the room and they've had a really shitty day and they're grumpy, let's say they're filled with anger. So they're not down at 22, but they're up at number 17, which is anger, right? They're angry. When someone walks into the room and they're angry, you can feel it. And the reason you can feel it is because that emotional frequency is like an invisible sound wave that is felt. You are an energetic being just like everything on the planet. We all feel energy. I don't know if you've never heard that term before, which I'm thinking if you've listened to this podcast, you've probably heard me talk about energy before, but that's what it means. It's, you know, not some woo-woo thing. It's just an emotional frequency is just like an invisible sound wave. And we all know that. We can all put that into perspective, right? Someone walked in the room, they're in a really grumpy, angry mood. You instantly know they're in a grumpy, angry mood just because you've felt it. Like you felt it. You don't even have to be, they don't even have to say one word, but you know. Or likewise, you know, on the opposite side, like come in and they're super positive, you know, like super positive. They're super happy and joyful when they've walked in. Even if they have zero expression on their face, you can feel that feeling of joy. That's what it means. It's not about trying to shift instantly in a toxic way. And it's not about toxic positivity too. That's something different. We don't just want to think, think positive, think positive, think positive. It doesn't work like that. You still need to be able to experience your emotions and your emotions are a part of the whole human experience. So it's about moving from the 22 up to as close to one as you can. So I'll just list a couple of these out for you. So let's say you're in, you are feeling fear. You're at number 22 on the emotional guidance scale, right? So then you just want to think one thought that gets you back up a little bit further than that. So from 22, you could move on up to 19, which is actually hatred and rage. And I know this could seem really odd because you could think that hatred and rage is actually worse than fear. But in this guide, it's not. It's actually like, oh, okay, you're actually moving up, which means you're increasing your emotion to a higher frequency. Then we could then shift on up to number 12, which is disappointment, then up to eight, which is boredom, then up to six, which is, which is hope up to number four, which is positive number two, which is passion, etc. So yeah, I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can have a look, but like, for instance, for yeah, parents out there, if you're listening to this, you could use that as a way to gauge where your children are at at the scale. So let's say they are really grumpy and stuff, then you can just help them think thoughts that shift them on up. Yes, it might make them angry, but don't worry, it's a good thing because they're actually slowly moving up, which means their frequency is improving, which means their overall mood is improving and then continue to work them up. And you do this for yourself as well. So this is just a little bit of a different way that you can a little bit of a tool, I guess, to actually physically see where you are in terms of your energetic state. 
rather than just thinking, yeah, cool, I'll just think positive positive thoughts and I'll get out of this rut. It, it, it is easier said than done, but this will actually help gauge where you're at and how you are going. Um, and yeah, I just find it really helpful. So that's it. I'm going to wrap up this episode. So I really hope this one helped. Just to recap on a couple of things that I did say here is that remember that the most challenging life experiences, they offer us an opportunity to reflect, grow, learn, and choose how our lives get to go, how they get to be. And remember, one of my favorite sayings is that life happens for you, not to you. Thank you, Tony Robbins. But it's so true. You will always see the light at the end of the tunnel and it's always for the greater good in some way or another. It may just take months or years to find out that that reason, that light, but it'll always come about when you believe that it will. And the resistance to feeling good is addictive. It's very easy in human nature just to instantly focus on the positives. And the reason why it's an addiction is because when you think a thought, and you normally jump to something that is negative. So you think a thought and it instantly sparks a negative reaction in you. It's because your neural pathways in your brain are actually wired to go to that negative response. And that's why it's addictive because it's just an automatic reaction. What you want to do is to interrupt that and then to use tools to shift your energetic state so that your neural pathways then learn instead of going to a negative, they go to a positive. You know, let's say someone comments something nasty on your on your post, right? Instantly you could think of something negative. I don't know, like, oh, what an asshole, you know? Or you could practice and going, oh, they must be having a really bad day. That's more of a positive response in, to that negative action. The way you act and the way you react is the only things you can control. But that's that's what the practice is. It's Something becomes addictive because it's your automatic response, but you can interrupt that and be your own pattern interrupter to then shift it into a more positive response, which again, increases your vibrational state, your energetic state, your emotions. So yes, I would really encourage you to use that emotional guidance scale from Abraham Hicks, which I'll link in the show notes. So thank you for joining me here on this week's episode and I will catch you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if so, please subscribe to the podcast and join our mailing list at moneymindsethub.com. Until next time, remember, everything you desire and deserve is just on the other side of your own resistance. So take that next step.